0: I am just gonna do a little brief intro here for uh, conversation two. I called it realizing because just, I feel like this is this, we are realizing so much. Um, and in this realization, whoa, you realize how much more there is to go. You will hear today how beautifully calm Larry is. In this space of um, just honoring themselves. It's so wonderful. So, I just wanted to say in this first intro bit, um, Larry really would love if people have questions or they want to send personal messages to send right on to Larry. You can also direct them to me. Um, if you have somebody that you, you know, you're you're wanting to you know just direct right to larry Larry is open to all of that uh, so i will put all of larry's information in and uh enjoy lean on in with us hi it's the girl out there right here with you it's me cindy and this week we are here again with the great and wonderful larry larry <laughs> welcome back
1: thanks for having me
0: you're welcome oh look how casual you are
1: (laughs) I'm excited to be here I'm super nervous I don't know
0: why oh I love it you know what I think that's the first thing right just say I'm super nervous I'm gonna just take it out I always say to people like when I'm having conversations with them wherever like just say the first things that you're thinking and then when we put those in a bucket we just put them away then
1: I'm just stoked to be here. I don't, I'm excited to answer questions. Um, I think I'm an open book, so I'm just, I don't know. Anytime someone's recording anything, my like initial instinct is to just be nervous.
0: <laughs> it's on the record forever.
1: <laughs> no, going back.
0: You know, what? It, it was so great the last time you were on. I think what I said to you is there were so many conversations after. Um, so many people were just um, felt, almost like there was this this way that they could kind of peer in um, and hear without having to ask the questions themselves, which I really liked from my audience, right that people were like, I just didn't realize or um, you know Larry was able to share things in a way um, that I hadn't thought of before. and the way you spoke was um, so non-judgmental. Like you just were like, um, <laughs> look at your face. You just you just uh, you just were able to say, like, I get it. I get it if you're gonna be trying. I get it if this is, you know, the space you're in. and it was nice for people.
1: I mean, I just don't see the point of getting mad at every, and I I say that, but I did. In the beginning, when I first came out, I was so raw and so sensitive that like I took offense to everything that everyone said and did. And you know,' I'm, I'm learning not to do that anymore. But to come from a place of judgment is to just give, like, you're not giving people a chance, you know? And so many people don't know, or they want to know. And then like, if somebody who's trans, especially comes from a place of judgment, you're, even if that person is judging you, like you're, you wanna meet people where they're at. And if that person is judging you, that's just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. It has nothing to do with you most of the time people really do want to get to know you and they are curious and unfortunately there is this like paranoia that a lot of us and I say us like trans I can only speak for myself right there's a lot of paranoia that I had and still have sometimes thinking that someone is like trying to trap me or something in a conversation and they're trying to judge me or they're trying to condemn especially in the south trying to condemn me and that's not necessarily always what's happening.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that's really opened up for me was after our conversation was this realization. Um, and I relate it even to myself of even for myself, almost this coming out of being intuitive, right. Um, how so many of us, um, it's, it's basically all of us, all, all of us are hiding. And although, you know, you're, you've been hiding in one space, I think every single one of us have been hiding in one way or another. And I was listening after, um, to to a podcast and um it was a group of people um that had gone they were non-binary and they were saying i went to this museum and um i don't know where the museum was but it was uh basically a whole museum and it was all um showing people uh, you might even know this museum um but they were just basically showing walls upon walls of people's um the freedom of themselves and uh, showcasing. And there was a whole bunch of 12 year olds there and how they all could walk and see um, expressions of other people and how free it was. And uh, this person just said, I stood in this space and cried and um, how beautiful it was to be able to see this showcased in such a way. I listened to that podcast and I cried. Um, Not because I could relate to that story. I could relate to the words of, I could imagine myself being able to see how free it would be a bunch of children wanting to say that they were intuitive and not understanding it. And then being able to be in a space where everyone there was like, I understand you. I understand you. And that's what she was saying. She was like, I couldn't have even imagined at the age of 12, everyone's saying you're okay. So I, I understood at that level that we all just want to be seen.
1: As you were talking, that's all I was thinking is like, yeah, we just, we're all kids. We all just are big kids. We want to be seen and validated in a way. And like you said something, you said, I understand you. And like, To be understood is like the human dilemma because everybody wants to be understood. It would be so nice to not have to like explain anything to anyone and have somebody just meet you and understand. And there are those soul connections that exist. And that's why those are so special because you're like, oh, I see you. I see you, you know, but that doesn't happen all the time. And I just always go back to like, you have to give people a chance and you have to give yourself a chance. You know, if you want to be seen, then you have to give people a chance to see you. And sometimes they can't, and that's okay. And like, you get to see yourself. Like we were talking in the beginning before we started recording about being reborn. You know, the best thing is to see yourself. And then through your own eyes, like you just get to experience your life. And when you meet other people, once you see yourself and understand yourself a little more from a place of non-judgment, then you don't judge other people. Because you're like, oh, there's another human. They're fucked up and flawed, just like I am. They're trying to figure it out, just like I am. (laughs) They want to be seen, just like I do.
0: (laughs) Totally, I just, uh, oh, am I muted? No. Um, I, uh, I, I, I just, I think I've taken from that conversation is that I want to understand more and more and have listened to so many, um, more podcasts and more information and, um, and listening to it all. And I know you've always been so good at saying like, this is just how I interpret it. And this is my take on it. And, um, there was a whole thing on the language, um, the language of non-binary. And um it was fascinating. We could talk a little bit about it, but um th- they were talking about how English language is um and how we how hard this is and then how in different languages uh they have, you know, in in, let's say in Portuguese and in Spanish and then all these different languages it's it's some are really confusing and then some are not and how this has been such an interesting thing as everybody's trying to define themselves but how every single um, country has also had a different time because all of the languages it's oh. super
1: interesting I never I never thought about it. Like those are the things that I that I don't think about, and then when someone says it to me, I'm like, <laughs> my brain explodes a little bit inside because I'm like, holy shit! I never. I mean, I know that there are, you know, in Native American tribes, we'll say this. This is something that I've learned. Like there are two spirits, and there are other genders, and there are very I don't want to say progressive thinking but you know just a really incredible way of life that that they experience and that was one of the first things that was told to me when I came out was like hey you're not weird you know this is this is something that exists in different cultures and different things Um, but I never thought specifically about like the language of it but everything we have to also consider that language is is a is a construct that was built within a binary system Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so so like there's a male and a female version of things in Spanish but that's because it's in a binary system that there's a male and a female (laughs) so there hasn't been like an update in the length like it's not an app so they can't just like update you know what I mean like they can't just update it and be like oh well this is what we say now because because of this but I mean, to tell a story of how things do develop, I don't know if it's like out of place, but I do wanna share this, that kids are the easiest people to understand and grasp the concept of transgender. My uh, sister-in-law, I, we just talked about it. It's taken a long time to tell you know, that, that side of the family. And um, the first question was like, well, what the fuck am I gonna tell my kids? And I was like, well, you can tell your kids whatever you wanna tell them, that's not my place. But you know, I, I don't want them to call me you know, my dead name, my aunt, my dead name. Cause it's like two <laughs> feminine like reinforcements. Um, and so she was like, okay, can they call you L?" And I was like, yeah, they can call me Bob. They just can't call me my dead name. So I thought that was really interesting to say like, oh, well they're gonna call me L." you know like for them, they don't, it's not an issue for them. They're not like, oh, well you're this person I don't understand. And it's just it's just really interesting like to to look at children, like when you think about languages and how kids learn languages when they're really young, like what if we also teach these things to our children when they're really young, instead of waiting for them to figure it out <laughs> or to seek, like I did, to seek representation like I found through Instagram where I saw all of these people who were, and I had met lots of transgender people in my life, but I was just so, blocked and removed from my own identity at that point you know it's just I I just wanted to share that story because it's just really well I like
0: that because I think that's I mean that's the thing where we have had it's all the stereotypes and all right like all the things that are within us and that's what I was learning so much about it is and it does it makes you go like um to sit with and go like yeah we have the all the things of, I mean, you can go into archetypes, um, right, of like, you have the mother and you and the baby and you and the inner child, all the things that we have, it really is unlearning all on such a big level. And, um, you know, I I really have appreciated all the learning where so many people um, in non-binary have said, we have had this ingrained in us, you know, man woman man woman so it is okay to understand that this will take a little bit of time for us to go okay 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 they um mx right is what that that's something new what is what is mx look at you laughing
1: (laughs) look at you because you're learning neo-pronouns i really like it i really really i I still don't neo-pronouns still confuse me like beyond because i'm still I think what's so interesting is like in the in the journey to understand transgender, like it really is to understand myself and to understand yes. like my own journey, yes. and like even even the medical center that I go to is like a big gay medical center. It's called Magic City Wellness, and it's like queer people go there. <laughs> it's just not like a normal doctor's office, right? Like it's okay for us. Is it? Um, it's called
0: Magic Center. City,
1: Magic City Wellness.
0: I feel like that's the best place everyone should go.
1: <laughs> and there's like this gorgeous mural on the wall in rainbow colors out front, and it's like, well, not out front, but like right where the door is. It's. I'll have to take a picture next time I'm there and send yes, it to you uh, Share it on your social media because yes. it's it's just this like big happy place, and I wish that the world. Because I don't remember why I was even talking about this, but I wish that the world could be like this because they yes. greet you. They greet you by. You know, by your chosen name and so it's just I don't know it's really cool I, like what were we even talking about I got off so, talking
0: um, um the mx and
1: neopronouns okay so neopronouns. trying to, trying to understand all of the neopronouns is for me like trying to understand me being non-binary like it's taking time for me because it's like I came out but it's not like I came out and I was like I know exactly what this means. <laughs> like I was like I don't know what any of this means, but I know that I'm not this or this. And there's a name for what that means. And it's not binary. And so I was like, now I get to figure out whatever that means to me. And because non-binary is so different for so many different people. Like it's, you know, there are people who fall to one side of that binary or to the other side of the binary. There's people who are in the middle. Like I am super masculine presenting. Right. You know, and when it comes to that, that binary system but if you were just looking kind of in the middle then people would call me androgynous
0: yeah i know that's what and so that's where it's the
1: mx instead okay. of mr yeah
0: oh that's where it falls into okay that's what i was trying to figure out um because there's others so like did
1: i tell you what jake calls me for like our dog no so instead of like mom or mommy he calls me Nandi. Oh. So it's like. Nami loves you, (laughs) to my dog.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's another question I had, which was really, I was very curious about. So if you are non-binary, meaning you're in the flow, you're in that flow, right? um, So why then, meaning that you uh, go by they, yes? Then why is it that you would say I?
1: So if someone is referring to you, it's they, them, theirs, instead of like saying she or her or hers. So it's like,
0: but you still are like, so okay. So it's not,
1: you still, are. yeah. So like when I'm talking about myself, it's me or I, but like, if you were telling a story about Larry, you would be like, oh, they left their shirt here. Uh, wait, they, they, them, theirs. Okay. So I told them that they left their shirt here. <laughs> I had to like see. I have to like think shit through. Um,
0: well, it's just because yeah. it's it's plural if it's it's plural if you are referring to they them them yeah. they yeah. But it's it's singular if you're referring to yourself. Yeah. And it's less
1: that it's plural, and it's more that it's just an ambiguous,
0: ambiguous. Word. So
1: it's, it's not he, right? Like saying he, him, his, like that's a man. And it's not saying she, her, hers, like that's a woman. It's it's they, them, theirs. Cause you're like, I love that you're like, you're in the flow. That is the best way I could describe my gender identity. Someone asks if someone asked me is it's in the flow with the hand movement. Just like this, just like this. Some days I'm over here, some days I'm over here, some days I'm right in the middle. Well,
0: the more I've read about it, that's what seems to make the most sense. It's just that you're, you're, you're in it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I was, it's interesting because, well, I'm going to jump all over the place, but I was listening to one person, which I actually did, did think it was interesting what they were saying. They said they didn't like non-binary, the term non-binary because they thought that non-binary was negative. It was a negative term to start to refer to themselves. And they referred to themselves originally as queer. And so they felt that why are we um, already putting ourselves in a negative term? Um, And so to begin to always refer to ourselves as non is basically saying we are already Non-existent, and I was like, "Ooh, I, I do, I, I like it." Then the de- the debate with the other person was, "We want to go against what others are, right?" And so this person was saying, "I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, can we at least um, acknowledge that we are, we are existent, and we are?" And so by saying we're non is already putting in our heads subconsciously that we are non it was just an interesting thought I totally
1: disagree but it's it's a super but it's a super interesting I mean this is me getting older I'm like I don't agree but I don't have to hate it it's like it's super interesting to me that somebody would feel that way because for me it's super empowering where I'm like yeah fuck that I'm not part of your binary system. Like you are a society that we live in that tells me I have to be a woman because I have a vagina or I have to, or that I can't be a man because I don't have a penis or, you know, or that I can't be non-binary because what does that even mean? Like, so saying non-binary to me is kind of like throwing up a middle finger at either side and being like, listen, like, I don't have to check the box for you. Right. I I don't have to make sense to you. I don't even make sense to myself. A lot of days. So, like, I definitely don't have to make sense to you. <laughs> right. That is a given. <laughs> yes. Totally.
0: But it oh, is really
1: interesting. Yeah. That someone it, would feel that way. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I hope they know that they're definitely not non, that they're really incredible. And...
0: Oh, it felt like this was yeah. um, somebody who was older, 55. I'm getting closer to that, but like 50. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Like, sorry, 55 or something, who had been, I think, in this for a long time, felt quite solid, and the conversation was just, you know, uh, something to consider, and so wasn't willing to go to that name, but something was just saying it was a, and not, didn't sound defensive, more just a thought to provoke conversation. It was a really, it was an interesting conversation. I liked it you know, me on the outside, I'm more just like, wow, I'm really liking these conversations. (laughs) I'm going to bring all back to Larry.
1: It's interesting that you say that because it's so something that I could see someone in the older generation saying, because they have been around and in their time, right? Like, I hate to even say that, but like in the time that they came out, things were different and you couldn't necessarily be like, hey, I'm transgender, like- but to tell somebody you're queer at that time would have been a little more acceptable where now we do have representation and it's a little more acceptable to say that. But we've also, because of said representation, kind of taken this term and been like, this is ours. Like, this is who we are and you can't place us in your binary. And it, like, it, to me, it's like, <laughs> this is so stupid. It's very punk rock to me where it's like, fuck your binary fuck your system. This is who we are. Anti-establishment.
0: <laughs> Not
1: that, but it's, you know, it's like, you can't put us I, in this. I, box. No,
0: I do. I agree. I agree. I understand what you're saying. So <laughs> I like, it. I have since too. we talked a little bit last time about pansexual, um, which I, I love the name, the term pansexual. And, um, I mean, I just I, everything, right? I'm like, oh, pansexual. <laughs> Larry told me about pansexual, <laughs> and um, so somebody had told me about that their child has said they are pansexual. So I'd said, oh, okay, great, like congratulations, and um, and so I'd said, like, what does what does that what does that mean to your child? And um, and they had said what it meant, like some days the child feels one way, that some days the child feels like they're gonna wear a dress. Some days the child feels like they want to date a girl. Some days the child wants to date a boy or whatever. And so I was like, well, shouldn't this just be what we all do ultimately? Like should, right? Like I I, I keep going back to ultimately if we were to, I mean, I guess this is the bigger question. Ultimately, when I heard this woman say this about her child, I was like, it sounds like that is the way we should, not should, if we were to really deconstruct everything.
1: What would the world look like if we taught children to just be who they are? Not who we want them to be or who we expect them to be or who we would like them to be, but if we just let them be right? Like if we just let them do what they do and we just love them and nurture them and like, what the fuck would happen if we just tried that for a change? Because it's so frustrating sometimes to know, like even, and I love her so much, but even with my sister-in-law that her first thought would be, what am I going to tell the children? And it's like, you don't have to really tell them anything. They're kids. Yeah and they're going to have their own opinion even if you sit them down and you tell them whatever it is you want to tell them however you want to tell them they're still their own little humans and they're going to absorb that information and take it however they want and you know and you can be there to support them in that but also what would happen if you had a, a if you had a child and you assigned that child male at birth and you made that child only wear male clothes And you wouldn't even if he came to you and said, I really want to wear a dress, you know, and I'll only wear it in the house. And you still were like, no, you can't wear a fucking dress like you're denying that child something. And also that's it doesn't go away. Like, just because you tell a child, no, doesn't mean that that just goes away. I mean, let's fast forward to me. just because my parents were like, no, you can't have Ninja Turtles and no, you can't play with, you know, boy shit doesn't mean that I don't dress like a boy now and that I'm not Mm non-binary. Doesn't work, you know, like this shit doesn't work. So it's what would happen if we just allowed kids to try stuff and be who they are. And like, yeah, obviously within reason, like you're their parent and they're a child. not saying like, let them do anything reckless, but if they want to present, especially the least harmful thing is clothing. If they want to present the way they want to present, then let them fucking do it. Yeah. As long as they're not going to school naked, like what is the problem, you know? Yeah. Or as long as they're not walking around the house, like it, it's just, I wish so much. And especially it's like, I don't have children. And I never wanted children, but it's because of this, because I wish that people would do better with children. hmm as it relates to gender, fluidity, sexuality, and gender
0: expression. Mm-hmm. I gr- I just think that's, that was the the thing that just keeps ringing. Like, it's like, well, that just seems to make sense. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, some days they like this, some days they like that. Like, yeah. And some children will choose, like, basically, it's like ice cream. Some children will then, if they then decide it, it's like some, some days they like chocolate, sometimes they like vanilla, sometimes they like... 31 flavors but that's that child's choice but if you say you can only like chocolate then some children will be like I want 31 flavor (laughs)
1: I was that kid except I was the kid that's like then I want all of them all I want all three I want every 31 flavor plus (laughs) the chocolate you have in the back and the vanilla I know you're holding out on me
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's so, it's such a fascinating thing. I just, uh, and it's interesting. It's interesting hearing more and more like what, like what cracks open. And then I'm like, oh, that person it like, it's so like, I just still remember you saying at the beginning of the last podcast, like sexuality, what did you say? Like sexuality is one line and,
1: um, it's everything's a spectrum. So there's everything. a spectrum of sexuality and then yeah. there's a spectrum of gender. There's a spectrum of how you present. Yes. Like, I mean, it's everything, right? Like, so the gender spectrum is I'm non-binary, you're cisgendered. Yes. The sexuality spectrum is I'm pansexual because I like fucking everybody and everything. I don't know who you are or <laughs> what you like. Um, and then as far as presentation goes, I am androgynous and you are very feminine.
0: Right. And that was, but you before, like even seeing you now compared to how you were before, like even you, even like six months ago. So, so, and so comfortable now. You're so comfortable. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see. It's so Sundays. nice. Some days I'm
1: very comfortable. Some days I'm like the most uncomfortable in my body. But I'm, you know, and that's called dysphoria. And like I'm, I'm working on that. I have a lot more euphoric days where I feel, you know, very happy, very validated, very affirmed. Um, it's why I go to the medical center I go to because it's very affirming. You know, like you walk in, they say, "Hey, Larry." I sit down. They call my name. You know, Larry. You know they refer to me as they then theirs if they're saying something in front of me like it's just a really affirming experience whereas other medical offices are like <laughs> still trying to remember that I don't go by my dead name anymore and like they're working on it <laughs> my gynecologist's office is really working on it
0: <laughs> so when you say a dead name um what what did you have like did you have a ceremony or do you just die? does it just die <laughs> I I
1: love you um I think there is that's so funny I think there is like an internal and I'm not joking like a mourning process yes. that you go through after you come out where you're like oh fuck like I'm you know I've been denying this person the whole time and this is who I really am and I don't identify with and that's part of it is like I just don't identify with that name anymore because when I think about that name, I think about a girl. I think about, you know, not really I think about someone who's not binary pretending to be a girl with like long eyelashes and long nails and all that just I was so extra. not that that stuff is extra, but I was extra with the way I had it. and I was trying so hard. like if I look like a girl, I'm a girl, if I look like a girl,'m a girl if I act like a girl. I hang out with mean girls and I'm a girl, you know, and I tried so hard and it just, it didn't work, (laughs) you know? And so when I think of that name, I just think of that person and I think of that sadness and that darkness. And when I think of the name Larry, everything is light and everything is hope. And yeah, there's a lot of darkness there still too, but it's, it's like a beacon of light for me where I'm like, oh, I can always come home to Larry. Like I don't have to live in this space of like feeling like i'm alone and like i don't belong you know and the 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 more comfort the ease that you see is the more i put myself out there and i meet people who are trans and that's what's been happening you know is the more i am me and present as me and don't hide it and usually i have like i mean i have it right here but like i always have a they them pin somewhere on me at all times and I have like a bolo tie that says hello my pronouns are they them theirs and I wear that at work um I put myself out there so like I when I meet somebody and they're trans it's like immediately we know and it's been really cool
0: I, I no, I love that. I just think um again hearing more about people who um have had like the top surgery, who've had um like listening to that and what that actually meant, like um like the the letters and to their partners who um have had to process that with them. Um, and all of that, it was interesting, um, listening to one, um, husband who had been with them for, um, and you can speak, I know we talked a little bit about that last time. Um, but it was interesting listening where he had said they had been together for 14 years. And so he was like, are, are those still part of like, what, like, am I allowed to touch those anymore like um can i can i play with them Uh, do i touch them like (laughs) are they not are they not allowed like so to such a true question because he's wanting to be respectful of what that means because it's like to to that like they don't want that anymore so then right huge it depends It depends on the person.
1: I mean, not every non-binary person has surgery of any kind. Um, I had hysterectomy because getting my period made me suicidal because I was like, "I'm not a girl. Why is this happening?" But I do know a lot of non-binary people who don't. Their period does not bother them at all, and those people have some of them have had top surgery um, because their breasts did bother them so much. Mm -hmm. I'm mixed about it like part of me would really like to to do it the other part of me does not want to have another surgery it's just a bitch um and for me my boobs don't make me suicidal I don't like them I don't really care for them I don't sexualize them um if Jake touches them it's like for him like I don't I, I just literally don't care about them right um but that's just me I don't you know it's I respect anybody that makes the decision to, to have surgery or to not have surgery. It's kind of like hormones where like some people do it, some people don't, some people start them and then go off of them, you know, vice versa. Like it just, everyone's journey is so unique and so different. And it's why I love trans people because it's everyone's journey is so unique to them.
0: Yeah. Like, I think that's listening to it is like, it's you're always in this um, place of trying to understand Like listening to that, where you're just, you're always going, I need to understand more about myself. I need like, Ooh, cracking open again, cracking open again. Like
1: well, and discovering what you like. I mean, I've been alive for 30, almost 38 years and I just started living a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fuck, like I'm like a child. (laughs) Like I have one of my favorite things to do is go to an arcade you know and I like light up the second I'm in an arcade because it's like I get to have the kid, you know the childhood that I never got to have and I also get, at the same time get to be the adult that like I never got to really I mean my parents tried but like I get to be the adult that polices me now and like I had ice cream at 2:30 this afternoon because I felt <laughs> like having ice cream and as I was eating it I was like, this is the best part about being a big kid and like a small adult. <laughs> No guilt. It was no
0: uh, so true. So true.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is what I want. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> like I don't... Yes. where before, and just a perfect example, like before when I was living as you know, as that person before Larry, like I wouldn't have allowed myself to have ice cream. I would I took myself so seriously. Oh my God, there was no room for error. Like there was no room to live. It was all just like
0: You mean like, like a year and a half ago, you would have been routine Mm -hmm. structure and like no room for mistakes.
1: Yeah. No room to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just was, I had subscribed to a set of beliefs and I thought, you know, that, that like, that was the key to happiness was to just like follow suit, show up, do what you're supposed to do. And like, not be your authentic self.
0: It's so incredible to see that like from there to here, like in each time, right? How much further you are to yourself. Like it's crazy.
1: Even since we last spoke, I feel like it's, I don't know, like more and more becoming me.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Like, so when you go into this magic Hospital, which I now need to see. Like, yeah. I do you like everything I say?
1: It makes it sound like it's Hogwarts.
0: Yes, wouldn't that it, That's the vision I want for myself.
1: I mean, that's how it feels. It feels like you're going into this like literally magic place because everyone is so affirming and smiles at you and is not clinical like you know, doctor's offices are just so clinical and they have to be. And I get that, but, but sometimes, especially as someone who's trans, you're like, I need you to have emotions and understand that I'm a person and that being in a doctor's office makes me uncomfortable, you know, and that's, that's not something that's really respected, but it is a magic City wellness, like
0: magic. And they
1: also, they have, um, So Magic City, I guess, is like what they call Birmingham, Alabama. So there's attached to Magic City Wellness, there is something called Magic City Acceptance Center, and they're now a school. uh, I'm trying to remember how old they go. It's like kindergarten through, not kindergarten, uh, middle through high school, I think is what it is. But it's like this incredible school for queer kids, and it's like based on art, and it's small classrooms, and they're accepting and like teachers are trans and students can be in there's gender neutral bathrooms. And like, it's like, it's the future. And I'm shocked that they have it here in Alabama.
0: <laughs> that but is it, incredible.
1: Makes me, it makes me so happy that there's, I mean, things are going to change, you know, times, if they're changing in Alabama, they're definitely changing elsewhere. And the only part of me that misses California misses stuff like that, because shit like this, like already exists down there. Like they right. don't, they're like, Oh, you're a queer kid. Like, we're so happy you're here. Like, they just love, you know? It's, yeah.
0: Well, that's what I think listening to it. Right. And currently you have an entire rainbow all over you. I don't know if you've got like a pure, like, have you got some sort of crystal? <laughs> like,
1: I've got, um, these little butterfly, these little butterfly stickers. Can you even,
0: Oh, like, what is it? <laughs> nice.
1: Their little butterfly holograph. Uh, You're like
0: suddenly talking catcher. about a magic city, and all of a sudden, you are a rainbow.
1: <laughs> it's right somewhere right there.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think that's it. Like knowing um, just all of these things that are available, right? That were never available um, to. to uh, 35 years ago or whatever it was or 20 years ago and to know that it is becoming so much more accessible and so much more real um and so that the things that um I think you might have been doing and other people were um going to pain um in order you know things that were pain inducing does that make sense um in order to not feel the real you does do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean
1: like when I was a drug addict?
0: Yeah. Um, Or
1: I was like, wait, like when I was a drug addict or when I was a prostitute or when I was in a cult or when I converted religions because yes. I thought that that would change it. I mean, like I have lived, I feel like so many fucking lives yes. to just get to Larry. Yeah. Like to try to do everything else to not be Larry. And like, finally it's like, fuck, yes. I don't have to do any of that anymore. Like yes. it occurred to me that I would be 40 and like wouldn't have come out and then I would have been 50 and wouldn't have come out and then I would have been 60 wouldn't have come and then like I would have died or waited till my parents died you know I had my therapist told me about somebody one of her patients that had waited until their parents died to come out and like that they were in their like late 60s and I was like I cannot be in my late like I can't do that yeah also I I don't want to rob my parents as uncomfortable as it is for them, I don't want to rob them from getting to actually like know who their kid is, mm-hmm. you know, which I think sometimes is good and sometimes is bad.
0: <laughs> no, but I think that's the, the, the truest thing, right, is that people will often say like, I don't want to put my parent through it or I'm just going to wait or it's uncomfortable fear keeps us in so many situations, fear of uncomfortable, really uncomfortable conversations, fear of losing somebody, but yet you lose yourself. And so in order to keep, as you've said so to me so many times, like I, I would lose myself in order to keep others. And I recall um, I'd said this in my, the group I work with is disappoint as many people as you have to disappoint before you disappoint yourself. And it made some people uncomfortable, but I was like, well, how often are you disappointing yourself every single day in order to keep all of them happy? Stuff it.
1: And it doesn't keep people happy. Not. That's the delusion is like, part of me looked around at my family and was like, okay, well, some of you are fucking miserable and me being miserable is definitely not helping y'all. And the rest of you are just trying to be happy. And so am I, you know, and like, why would I like, it just didn't help anybody, let alone myself, but it, it wasn't helping anyone for me to hide anymore, you know? And my dad definitely is the only person now on like this planet who still calls me by my dead name and doesn't use the right pronouns. And he's <laughs> 75 and, you know, not going to change. So when we talk, it's very short and, you know, it is what it is, but I don't personalize it anymore. I'm not like, well, he doesn't love me and he's rejecting me. No, he is definitely rejecting the idea that I am transgender because he cannot fathom that his daughter isn't his daughter. And that's not on me. That's like on him and his identity, like his identity at being a parent and whatever that means for him at this stage of my life, his life. Like, like, I'm really grateful that I'm 37 so that I can see that because part of me is like, God, I wish I would have come out when I was a kid, but when you're a kid, I mean, the fear of rejection is so real and that's why you don't do it when you're a kid because you're so afraid of being rejected. And then it like time just compounds, it keeps going. And then you're like, well, now I'm really going to be rejected. People aren't going to believe me.
0: You yes. know,
1: it's, it's that thought process where, like I said, what would happen if we just love kids for who they are?
0: I know. And I think truth, like truly listening to all the things you say, and now seeing it so much with all these younger people who are just expressing it um the more we make this as i say soul stream to mainstream the more soulful people that are just like this is just it this is just like shirts off everybody like guess what inside we're all <laughs> i mean inside we're all just real like i i yeah. And the more like I would love like the shout out I would just say for everyone. Um is, and as uncomfortable as they are, ha- after having that first, con- I mean, the first time I knew met you, I just knew I needed um I needed to talk to you, I needed to connect with you. I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I followed that. And then, you know, having you on the podcast and what the co- because of the conversations that it has led um privately and um, you know, just little conversations whatever that has been just so you know how many people that ripple effect that has led from that conversation as well as support it has um brought in for people who have teenagers etc larry you have reached many people um but also what it's done for me sorry like it had i have i have researched i have i have listened i have You have opened me up so much um, because I want to make sure I know and understand. So I appreciate you. And I know you always wonder, like, what is it all for and who's it all for? You are forever expanding people. And if I can say that for anyone, just to please go and listen to people, go and learn more. Um, So I'm forever grateful for you forever. Um, and so if you wanted to share with people, um, just, you know, one thing or one little bit, what would that be?
1: I'm very great. I was trying not to cry. Very grateful for you and for growing and learning even the things that like the questions that you've posed for me in this last hour that I'm like, damn, I never thought about that. Now that's going to lead to a conversation that I have with my partner, you know, and expand that. And, Um, I think, you know, one of the things that I said very early on in the podcast last time was, you know, you asked what the main question is that like cisgendered people always ask and I, and I made a comment and I made a judgment. And so I would like to also say something about that. Um, I said that the thing that people always ask is, are you going to go all the way? Are you going to, you know, become a man? And I used to get so aggravated, even though I told you that I give people grace. I used to get so aggravated with that statement and that question, because it would one, reiterate that I'm a girl, that I'd be going quote unquote, all the way to a boy, meaning that I'm starting as a girl. Um, And number two, that I just never stopped to realize that what that means is that they subscribe to the binary. That has nothing to do with me, that it's that they believe there's male and female. So if I'm not, female then I must be male right it doesn't mean necessarily that like because yeah for them non-binary doesn't really exist because they believe in the binary so it's less that I don't exist to them and more that they truly just have a different belief system than I do and that's something that I'm also learning that like I have this belief system that I'm you know trans and that trans people belong and that we should have equal representation and that we should have you know, health, affirming healthcare care and all these things. And like the opposite of that is that there are people who believe that we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept that those people exist in the same way that I want them to accept that I do. Mm-hmm. And that is the single hardest thing that I'm working through right now. Mm-hmm. And so I want whoever is listening to know that like, not a, like people don't have it all figured out. And like, I definitely don't have anything figured out. You know, I'm still, every single day, learning how to have that grace that I talked about and give that to other people in the same way that I want them to give that shit to me. So have grace with other people and like with yourself more than anybody.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I <love> honestly, <laughs> it is beautiful. I, um, I think that's true as always to be okay to say that, um, well, honestly, it's like, you're the truth of this <laughs> to be okay to change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's totally, totally okay to change. And it's okay to change your mind change and about, mind. about anything. Change I mean, <laughs> about literally anything, you know, like Like it's not going to happen, but like, if I wanted to change my name back, like I could fucking do that. Like it's my life, you you know, like I get to do that. Would people be super, super annoyed? Probably, but it wouldn't matter if that's what I desired, then that's what I would do. And that's what I think is like within reason, as long as you're not hurting anybody, Yes, live your life, you know, know that this is no matter how old you are, like, this is your life. And especially if you are a kid, like you obviously can't go drive a car and you can't, you know, stay out late and you can't do all that shit. But if you're a kid and you hear this, like you also get to have your own identity, you know, and at a certain age, you really get to have that identity. So just don't deny who you are just because you are around people who can't see you. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you don't exist. Mm -hmm for any age.
0: Yes. Oh, always, always a pleasure.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's always
0: just
1: fun. And I don't know how the time went by so fast, but
0: I don't, but it didn't. It's always good. I cannot wait to post this one. Thank you. Thank you. I will see you soon. Thank you so much for being with us today on this very special day. Today, take some time to lean in, lean into somebody special, even if that somebody is you. Enjoy the moments, those in-between moments, when you're not doing anything at all, because when it comes right down to it, the in-between moments are the ones that really matter. When we slow down and we realize that the morning coffee is really so delicious. When we're driving from point A to B and that great song comes on that triggers a memory of our high school days. And when we realize we found $5 in our pocket that we, we forgot about those are the moments that make up our life and when it comes right down to it that is what's so important. Lean in on to somebody that matters most to you and give them a smile. Have a great day!